0: Hello friends, it's Callan here, one half of Pop Culture on the Rocks, and yes, it is December, and yes, it has been a little while since we last posted an episode, so first of all, sorry for kind of just like ghosting you For the last uh, few episodes of Big Brother 23, we did watch it and we did record um, our thoughts on the last episodes and the finale, of course. But, you know, life got crazy as it does and it just has taken us till now to edit it. So, sorry for the wait. We hope that um, you'll still give it a listen. If you were following along with our thoughts on Big Brother, even though... It's well over and not necessarily that relevant anymore. If you're interested in hearing what we thought um, in real time, then we'd love for you to listen to the episode. So this one is about the second double eviction of the season and all of our thoughts. Um, And of course, there's other fun conversation in there too. So yeah, thanks for sticking with us and sorry for the delay. But we do hope you enjoy this episode of Pop Culture on the Rocks. Welcome to Pop Culture
1: on the Rocks.
0: Good morning, evening, afternoon, whatever time it is you're listening to this. Welcome to another episode of Pop Culture on the Rocks. My name is Callan and I'm here with Anna we are your hosts, as always. We are coming near the end of Big Brother 23. We're getting close. We're not there yet. We have a couple weeks to cover, so that's what we're going to do tonight. Yeah, I'm excited that we're we're here. We're getting close. We're almost to the, that finish line.
1: Yes, the home stretch is in sight.
0: <laughs> uh, we were kind of saying this before we started recording. I don't think it's like limited to this season just of big brother 23 i think this happens at least to me every big brother season when you get into the last few weeks even if you like the people even if you like what's going on you're kind of just like all right let's (laughs) let's wrap it up Mm -hmm. it just feels like it has been on so long and you just kind of like let's just i wish i could fast forward like i just want to know what happens you know
1: Yeah, I feel the same way because it just drags. And I don't know if it's because it feels like you're doing so much for so long with the edit episodes and the live feeds and, you know, keeping up with Twitter and all that jazz. So I guess it just feels like it's even more exhausting in that way, just in comparison to other shows. But I feel the same way. That I'm just, I find myself not really watching the feeds as much, and I'm just kind of moving into the casual fan mode, where I'm just like, okay, whatever happens, happens. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah,
0: I know. And if you've been listening to our BB coverage since the beginning, you know that We're into the feeds. We follow the updates on Twitter. Like, we pretty much always know what's happening before we see the edited episodes. But yeah, towards the end, you just kind of fall off. It's just like, okay. Especially, like, I think part of the reason is you have three episodes a week. And when you have 16 people in there, that's good because there's a lot of people to see. There's a lot of True. action, a lot of conversations to follow. But I think that's part of it is like when you get down to like six, five, four, it's like, okay, there's only so many conversations we can drag out into full episodes, you know? Yeah. But anyway, before we dive really in, um, every episode of Pop Culture on the Rocks, we have a beverage of some sort, usually alcoholic. So, Anna, what are you having this, this evening?
1: I'm having a repeat of last time, but it's, you know, it's new for me, so I'm excited. I'm having mm-hmm. a, another glass of homemade sangria, which Yum. this one was better than last time because this one's a little bit stronger.
0: Yeah, I asked her, is this one stronger? It's been sitting a little longer. Yes,
1: it has. And I filled up the jug again. You know, a little less cranberry Mm. juice this time. Okay. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Yum. Love a good sangria.
1: Yes, it is quite delicious.
0: Well, I have something. I can't remember if I've had it on the show or not before. I was thinking not, but you can tell me. It's called a Delta Dawn, and it has become like... One of our favorite drinks, me and my mom, will make like a picture of it when I'm with her. It's actually a recipe by a woman who lives in Oxford, Mississippi, which is where I live, home of the Ole Miss Rebels. And so she has a couple cookbooks and she is also a Today Show correspondent, which is pretty cool. Mm-hmm. Her name's Elizabeth High School. And so we have her cookbook and the Delta Dawn is actually in her cookbook. So definitely I recommend it's cranberry juice, vodka. We always use Tito's as you all know, um, St. Germain, which is like an elderflower liqueur and then lemon juice. Gotta use that fresh lemon juice. It's just very refreshing, of like a punch not too sweet got that tartness from the lemon and the cranberry so yeah it's really good yeah I can you can it's one of those you can just kind (laughs) of (laughs) down
1: you don't realize how many you've gone through exactly yes (laughs) those are the best kinds I agree true
0: southern charm right there that's right (laughs) I'm I'm in it I've had a little bit already so this should be good <laughs> i feel like i i always pre-game for <laughs> these episodes that's
1: good i love it yeah me too i'm also like a little tired so this wine is like kind of made my eyes oh, a little gosh. droopier than usual
0: Yeah, <laughs> you might be falling asleep
1: on us <laughs> yeah might be a little more silent than usual we'll see
0: <laughs> we have a couple uh i was gonna say a couple episodes but in big brother world that's like two days right (laughs) so um we have a couple weeks worth of big brother to cover so i think we're gonna just try to hit the highlights um especially like we said because sometimes the episodes drag we're just trying to make it to the end um (laughs) and i'm i'm excited to see who's crowned the winner of big brother 23 but i'm excited to see it sooner rather than later (laughs)
1: yes (laughs) Yes, excited to finish it out. Hopefully a strong season on a good note. Also, Mm -hmm. this same week as well, Survivor has premiered, so there's Mm -hmm. even more content to consume. So we will be covering that in the near future, but not today.
0: (laughs) Yeah, we can only handle so many things at a time. Um Right. I
1: mean, we can't handle three evictions with Big Brother plus... The two people that left on Survivor on the premiere. So. Oh, gosh. My goodness. Yeah.
0: I haven't even watched the premiere. I didn't know two people were going home the first episode. Yeah. Wow. I
1: mean, I didn't know that okay. either until the premiere. So, sorry. That was a spoiler. But, well, forgive me.
0: And it'll actually be the first season of Survivor that we cover. That's Because right. it hasn't come on since we started this podcast, which is really weird, considering it usually comes on twice a year.
1: Yeah. It's crazy that we haven't covered at least two <laughs> seasons of survivor yet it's insane
0: but we've covered two seasons of big brother that's really weird that is
1: odd especially for us and we've covered covered an amazing race season as well so
0: that's true which i mean if that's on and survivor isn't you know something is happening
1: (laughs) right (laughs) you know something's going on Uh, (laughs) yes yeah we're excited for the new survivor season and yeah, this is a great time to get involved, especially on Pop Culture on the Rocks. But just Survivor in general, um, as Jeff keeps saying that this is the new era of Survivor, they're dropping the four Ooh. and going with the one, which I think is a completely stupid saying, but whatever. What does that mean? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you know how like they're not doing, they're not doing season titles anymore. They're just doing the numbers. Right. So yeah, that was a okay. comment that he made. I'm realizing I am like blinking way longer than I usually do. Have you noticed that? <laughs> I thought your
0: your eyes have looked squinty <laughs> since we started.
1: <laughs> we FaceTime when we do our podcast, so that's that's why she can see my face. But yeah, I definitely feel like <laughs> I feel like <laughs> I feel like Tony Bennett when he sings when he's just like getting into it you know
0: <laughs> you're reminding me of who is the muppet that is green and has like no eyes but has glasses you know who i'm talking about oh the, the doctor the, um or the scientist yeah,
1: professor honeydew
0: yes that's who you're reminding me i like me that of. better just, like, I'm, gonna, I'm gonna stick with
1: honeydew <laughs> professor honeydew because i really <laughs> like him And I love Mm the Muppets. Fozzie Bear all day.
0: (laughs) That's who you were, uh, that's who you were channeling I love that. Yeah. I'm sure the wine is helping. It really, I mean, like I'm already tired,
1: (laughs) but like, man, it is just, Mm -hmm. it's hitting me. Hardcore.
0: Yeah. Well, if you hear snoring, then you'll know that <laughs> it's just me left to cover these these just episodes. Just solo. So where we left off, obviously Claire and Alyssa went home on the first double eviction. And we as viewers knew there was going to be a second double eviction, which I was excited about. Honestly, anything that can genuinely surprise contestants makes me excited because yeah. I just love a good reaction. Yeah. We went through that first episode. Uh, where Tiffany and Hannah were on the block and it was a two hour episode so they killed a lot of time before the eviction. Yes. I was really excited to see all of the jurors arrive. Yes. And get all of their thoughts and opinions and I mean, you talk about like some shocked reactions.
1: Oh, absolutely. <laughs>
0: they they had them. I really enjoyed seeing those segments.
1: Yeah, I always love seeing the jury house, but especially some of the jurors that we have there now are just so entertaining. And it's been fun mm-hmm. watching kind of the evolution of them learning about, oh, there's some kind of secret alliance and it just kind of evolves and they kind of start putting the pieces together, which has been fun.
0: Yes, that was fun. Definitely exciting to see their reaction to Tiffany sending oh, Claire my home. <laughs> yeah. Oh, the shock, the shock. Yeah, it was interesting to see. I did notice like how Brittany and Sarah Beth told. Derek X that there had never been a black winner of Big Brother, Mm -hmm. Um, which I think we talked about in the beginning that Derek X is not like a super fan. (laughs) Came in, I think, knowing very little about the game, but I would say he's come out like he loves the game. He's really into it. But yeah, that was interesting because I feel like that was another layer of how he might never have put the cookout together. True. Or really even thought about that. Because he didn't know that that was a scenario that exists. So, yeah. I thought that was interesting. The Claire reaction was interesting. Sarah Beth, I just still don't know how to feel about her.
1: (laughs) I don't either. I really don't either. And she's made some comments to where she's, like, not really hot on a lot of people. Mm -hmm. And even Kylan, which is surprising. So.
0: Yeah, I saw she was upset with him. I don't know because uh, taking her at face value I feel like she's somebody we would be friends with but then some of the stuff she's done I'm like meh I don't know
1: <laughs> <laughs> not sure about that
0: <laughs> yeah maybe she's great outside of the game I don't know all I have to go off is what I've seen True. and I know a lot of people were frustrated with her so I don't think we're alone in that sentiment but right yeah even she was Not betrayed by Kylan because of the cookout necessarily, but because of, I guess, things he said to her that she felt was probably unnecessary, which I feel like people do that, whether it's in the game or honestly in life when people are trying to trick you. Mm -hmm. Like they start just spewing too many lies because they're trying to really cover their bases, even though it's probably unnecessary. Yeah. Yeah for them to do that in the first place so I feel like that was probably the case
1: with with that so I
0: understand I mean nobody gets out of this game unscathed oh yeah
1: I mean if anything this game is gonna mess with everyone in one way or the other if it doesn't you're basically Travis so (laughs)
0: <laughs> Who Hannah just has a vendetta against? I'm convinced. <laughs> Every time he's mentioned, she's like, "Do y'all remember Travis?" Because I don't. Savage,
1: <laughs> which is ironic so because of her.
0: yeah I mean, not
1: because of her zingbot. Zing yeah, Zane. Zing. Uh huh. Yeah, yeah. yeah, it's just funny, and it's kind of ironic. <laughs>
0: <laughs> we get to the vote between Tiffany and Hannah, and. As we say, it really bugs me when I can tell who's going home based on the clothing. Yes. Even though if if they were both dressed in sweat pants, you know, or like leggings or whatever, I, I still would have known who was going. But it was still like, okay, well. Yeah. Let me just wait this hour to watch <laughs> Tiffany get evicted.
1: Oh, it was so disappointing, too. mm mm-hmm. I am mm-hmm. so sad. It really was. Because she was my number one for a while <sighs> yeah and I've just really enjoyed her and all of the master plans that she has put together I yep. I'm just so disappointed and I mean kind of like she says which I think we'll get to Hannah's later I think she makes more of the point than Tiffany does where it's frustrating that Kylan does not see them as a, a worthy competitor and so they have to yeah. go home and or go to the jury yeah. house. So it's just like, anyway, we'll get to Kylan later. <laughs>
0: I'll throw this comment in there before I forget. I think that's him being a little two-faced might be too strong of a word. Inconsistent might be a better one. Yes. Because I know he would say that Tiffany is the most formidable opponent aside from Xavier. So I feel like you're saying one thing and doing the other, mm-hmm. but... Yeah. Here we are. Um, But yeah, so Tiffany got evicted unanimously. Fantastic speech from her, I have to say, um, before she got evicted. And I will also say that I... This is a game, so nothing is fair. Yeah. (laughs) Like, it's... That's just how it is. Um, But I, I did kind of agree with hannah because i also am a fan of tiffany when she was telling tiffany it seems unfair that you're the one who put this together and you're the first one yes
1: go. like that's what's so yeah. sad to begin with is like <sighs> oh, i don't even under i don't yeah. even know i guess it's kind of like there's a, a you know some kind of great corporation that's formed and they're making strides and just doing amazing <laughs> things and then they just decide to cut off the ceo and the owner Mm -hmm. and the whoever created this amazing product or whatever that's kind of how it felt where it was just like this is obviously everyone is involved in that organization and making this isn't an organization but i'm I'm making an analogy people (laughs) that all these people came together for a common goal which is amazing but I do think that mm-hmm. Tiffany deserves the majority of the credit for getting them where they were and making it so pretty much smooth sailing. Yeah. And yeah, it's just so sad she has to be the first one. I know. It's like, really, couldn't have waited just I know. a couple times. <laughs>
0: Let her be fifth. Let her be fourth. Right. Ah, uh, Yeah. It was frustrating. Um, And obviously, we're big Tiffany fans. And I would have loved to have her in the finale. It's frustrating when it's the person, like, y'all all have to thank for getting you there. Because it's not just, like, putting together the cookout. It's the, here's everyone going to have a duo. Right. Like, you're going to stick with your pair. Like, we all know this. Like, that is what... Helped them all stay and make it to the final six. Mm-hmm. So, But, I mean, if I were there and I weren't, I guess, BFS with Tiffany like Hannah is, then I would also think I need to get her out. I mean, it, it makes sense yeah. because it, it is like, okay, the person that brought us all together, well, obviously, if I know that, then... That means everybody else has a reason to vote for her too, especially knowing she has friends like Claire and Derek X in the jury house. So I, it's like, I can't really fault them for wanting to get her out while they have the chance and she can win
1: competitions, Yeah, but
0: it's just from a viewer's side, when you're rooting for somebody, it's like, really? (laughs) Yeah.
1: I mean, that sucks, but also no one ever gave that as an explanation. Of why that they were targeting targeting her, they said that's true. Oh, she's not worthy of coming to the end, so we have to get rid of her, or she's not trustworthy. The trustworthy. And uh-huh. she- Xavier saying that she lost the game because she won that HOH. I'm sorry, right? There's no way that that's the only reason you're getting rid of her. It's exactly what you're saying. And I'm like, just have the guts to say it because you're intimidated Mm -hmm. by her and you know that she would win. Mm -hmm. And she's smarter than you. Yeah. I'm sorry. (laughs) I'm very passionate about her. But I'm just like, just say it as it is because we all know you're getting rid of her because you know you can't beat her and she's smarter than you and she's more strategic and you're scared. Just say that. Yeah, yeah. Because we all know that's the truth. But instead, you're going to say, well, it's because she won the head of household. That way she wasn't supposed to win. Okay, but she freaking did what she was supposed to do and sent home her pawn or whatever. Uh-huh. So, her best friend. Yeah. hmm. I just... Yeah, anyway.
0: And- <laughs> I'm very heated. I, I, and I, I'm, I'm there with you. And sorry, not sorry that I'm going to play this card, but I dare say... I dare say. Dare it. If Tiffany, (laughs) dare it. If Tiffany were a man, she'd Mm. be getting the credit that she
1: deserves. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. (laughs) It's true. And (laughs) it's become such such a sad reality because that's exactly what's happened with this whole gentleman Uh deal and with, Mm. and I get it. I mean, like you want to surround yourself with, people who you feel like you connect with things like that i get that but i feel the exact same way i think it was such an intimidation factor that Mm -hmm. kylan especially i'm sorry i don't feel any sort of way towards him anymore i'm just like deuces dude he lost me like (laughs) he lost me I, I don't think he's has a lot of respect from people in America. I would hope not. So I don't really feel bad about uh-huh. trashing him. But just <laughs> I feel like his ego is so large. But yeah. his amount of just like understanding other people is so small that he feels intimidated by her. And that she seems to be more powerful in a way of just being more mm-hmm. intelligent and strategic and friendly with other people. Of course, she has her squabbles with everyone, as everyone does in that house. But I completely agree with you. And there has been some just sad conversations that have occurred between those men where, like, the men want to get to the end and they don't want a woman there because there's so many females in the jury house that there's no way that they would vote for a man to win. And it's just insulting because... You yeah, know, it is. You know how women are. We just can't think for ourselves and we just have to vote for the woman just because uh, it's a woman. Like <laughs> Right. It's just insulting. I mean Claire
0: straight up said she was gonna go tell everybody to vote for Xavier. Exactly. <laughs> I don't I don't understand. <laughs> I don't understand. Yeah. Yeah. Well, y'all know how we feel about it. <laughs> and, I think Tiffany and Hannah at least would agree with that sentiment. I mean, Tiffany was being nice by saying, like, the reason I'm leaving is me. And, I mean, we, if you listen to our past episodes, like, we said, you probably shouldn't have won that. Like, you you didn't need to. You could have played next week. You wouldn't have had to send Claire Hunt, whatever. She got a little greedy. But at the same time... People need to give her credit where credit is due, and they all have heard a thing.
1: And I'm sorry if the shoe was on the other foot. You can't tell me yeah. that Xavier and Kylan would be like, "Oh yeah, you go right ahead. That's fine. Yeah, you can have it." Yeah, bull. Uh-huh. That is a bunch of bull. Like no way. Uh-huh. I'm sorry. Uh-huh. In an alternate universe. No, they would do the exact same <laughs> yeah. thing because they want to have those competitions because I don't blame her. I mean, like to say that you're like a person who's gotten HOH two times in a row, other than it being True. the final HOH, like that's pretty cool to say, especially for somebody who's a super fan.
0: And yeah. I know
1: yeah. she said that like she doesn't have any regrets in the game and like she's proud of the things that she did, which I'm glad. I mean, you should own what you do. But yeah, you can't tell me, you can't tell me that the other guys would have done that. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I just don't believe that.
0: <sighs> yeah. <laughs> We're heated. <laughs> heated. Anna is not sleepy anymore. <laughs> <laughs> I am alive. <laughs> oh, gosh. Well, I'm here for Tiffany as a returning player, I'm sure. Oh, my happen. goodness.
1: Yeah. I think she is definitely going down as one of the legends. Definitely somebody who people will say has uh, definitely a shoe in to come back one day. One of those people who should have won you know, one of those long lists of people. But (laughs) yeah, yeah, I think she's made a top tier strategist, which is exciting. I'm glad that people are seeing that. Me too.
0: At least I think people in America are giving her credit where credit's due. And ultimately that's really what matters Yeah, is that the viewers know everything you did. Yeah. The other people know, (laughs) or they will know. Yeah.
1: They'll watch the episodes and be like, Oh, so she actually really is smarter than me. Okay.
0: Yeah, <laughs> exactly.
1: <laughs> well, unfortunately, Tiffany went home hmm. and yes. the house
0: guests were told it was a- another double eviction. Woo.
1: Yeah, which is kind of crazy. I feel like we need to talk about that the live feeds were down from mm, like yeah. that Wednesday to Thursday, I believe, yeah. which was very strange to me. I just did not really remember that happening. And then there was an audio leak through the live feeds, which is just insane. I mean, I wasn't (laughs) watching it personally because I don't sit on the the cute dog that you get to watch play or whatever. But I did (laughs) go back and watch the people who had recorded the audio leak. It's just a crazy, like, kind of an eerie... (laughs) Just like behind the scenes, but you can't see anything. But basically you hear like music in the background and then you hear them basically like practicing the veto competition and they announce like who wins and stuff like that. So there was so much just like speculation and people were like, wait, does this mean that that it's going to be recorded beforehand and that it will be edited in some way? Blah, blah, blah. I don't know. I mean, Cal and I have kind of talked about it. I don't think that that was the case. I don't really understand why they would have cut the feeds. That's just kind of suspicious to me. I don't really know what that would have been for. But, I mean, the audio leak, to me, I mean, they they practice all of these games. Like, there are interns on right. the staff. There are people... Survivor does the same thing. Amazing does the same. Th- does the same thing. They have people test out the games to see, like, how long does it take and... How difficult is it? Do we need to tweak this and that and the other? And especially testing the timing for the double eviction episode, if you're trying to get all of those stuff in to that one, you know, your two hour time slot that you have. So you have to do a lot of tweaking, I'm sure. So to me, it makes sense. We did hear Hannah say on the live feeds that she was told that there was going to be an eviction on Thursday. Which I mean, yeah, duh <laughs> shocker. But
0: I don't know why she was like <laughs> why was that worth saying?
1: <laughs> well, from my understanding, I think they were told that they would be playing an HOH and a veto. So it sounded almost like they were told, like, hey, just so you know you're gonna be playing some stuff <laughs> maybe but why maybe sooner than before. But from my understanding, which I could be definitely wrong, my understanding is that they were not told that there was going to be a double eviction, but they kind of all speculated like something different may be happening. Like maybe a power is being played. Maybe there's going to be Uh a battle back. Something like different is happening on this eviction night. So, I I mean, I do think there was genuine shock on their faces when they were like, whoa, we're getting a second week of double evictions. Because maybe they speculated that, but it's kind of like, nah, they did one last week. They've never really done that before. You know, your brain kind of goes which way.
0: Yeah. I don't know what that was about with the feeds being down. That's weird. But at the same time, the audio leak could be anything as far as like, yeah, them testing the games. It just seems unlikely to me, and this is what I told Anna, it seems unlikely to me that they would kind of lose their integrity as a game. Like, it's one thing if they say, hey, we told them, here's an edited episode of this, Mm -hmm. you know, but to still lead us on like, they don't know. And I feel like Julie said a lot during that episode, like, we haven't told them, we haven't told them. So maybe that was their subtle way of saying they don't know. Yeah. Because I don't know. I just don't know why they would do that. Like, people live feeders and the like i don't cross those people okay (laughs) and they can they might need to work for the fbi like they can oh absolutely yeah anything i just they know that big brother fans the real fans are not stupid so they really can't pull one over on us so i don't know why they would have done that but i'm glad you brought it up because if you're just a casual viewer you would have no idea that that oh yeah
1: absolutely that
0: that was a thing yeah
1: Oh, wait. We haven't talked about clam chata. (laughs) Are people calling her clam chata? I am. I don't know about anybody else, but I am. I love that. (laughs) The double
0: eviction, the sped up portion, was actually interesting to me. Because you can't really predict what's going to happen in a double eviction. It happens so fast. Unless you're the cookout, and you just have to get a- Alyssa, then you kind of know what's going to happen. <laughs> right? <laughs> but still, you don't know who's going to win anything. Was anyone else shocked that AZA was the <laughs> HOA? That
1: was quite shocking. I mean, especially yeah. when it was Ozza versus Xavier. Rolling yeah. balls. She
0: should be proud of herself.
1: Yeah, yeah, absolutely. I mean, that's a stressful situation, like even more stressful than usual. And it's just a pressure cooker of stuff going on. So, yeah, props to her for winning. I mean, go for it, girl.
0: Yeah. It was nice for her to finally get something, but then she nominated Xavier and Hannah. Apparently, she had made some sort of deal with Kylan about not putting him on the block. Right. Which is, you know, it's like, I think her least favorite person in the house was Kylan, so it's
1: like... Yeah, it was strange, which, I mean... I think her her motivation for the game is that she wants to be as honest as possible and have integrity with others, you know. Right. Which that's fine, but I mean, you don't <laughs> sure. have integrity when you play Uno or anything else. So exactly, it's a game, <laughs> right? As
0: we say, anything goes. I mean, maybe some people have taken it
1: too far, for sure. Oh yeah, I mean, but in no way should this ever be a personal thing. But we'll uh-huh. get to that later. <laughs> But
0: the game, it's a game, people. Like, you're gonna lie. It's just understood. If you're not aware of that, when you walk into the house, then I'm
1: sorry. <laughs> you signed up for the wrong game.
0: Yeah, sorry. But when she nominated them, I was like, okay, so she does she... Just not know that Kylan is definitely going to use the veto on Xavier if he wins. And then what? It, then Hannah's going home for sure. Because I was trying to f- figure out Ozza in that situation. Like, does she actually not want Hannah to go home? Which would have been the smart thing. Like, why are you getting rid of the only other girl?
1: Mm-hmm.
0: The person who's, who would keep you around. Mm-hmm. Who would go after a big threat. Why? So... I, I understand if she's trying to keep her word to Kylan, but also uh eh. Not the best. You're just not thinking it all the way through. So anyway, what happens? Well, of course Kylan wins the veto. I was like, Well, Hannah's going home. I mean, there was just no way he wasn't uh, gonna oh, use yeah. it and leave it up to Big D and Ozza to decide yeah. who was going home. I will say, I always like What the Bleep as a competition. I do,
1: too. What the Bleep is always hilarious. Like, I don't know what it is. It's one of those things where you're like, this is totally like 12-year-old humor. But it's yeah, just so funny.
0: It, <laughs> I think it's just, it's like shocking Yes. how many sentences you can say and bleep out one word and it sounds so
1: bad. <laughs> right. It is crazy because like part of me wonders, this is just how weird my brain is sometimes. Part of me wonders like, is there just some intern who has to go through just like hours of footage trying to find what the bleep sentence is? Or do like they just come like they're just so easy. You just have to know where to place the bleep. So I don't know. I'd be curious to ask. That'd be a behind the scenes question I would have.
0: I guess they look through all the speeches or something maybe, which would take a little less time, I guess. But yeah, it's just amazing how they find... I'm the perfect
1: and yeah like i wonder like is that something at the beginning of the season that you're like okay everybody be on guard for what the bleep you know right, 10 weeks right, from now
0: maybe. i know. they might they might uh be like collecting them as they go and it's always funny to just like get a refresher on people yes <laughs> like, that have been gone for so <laughs> long it's like oh yeah I remember brent gosh and Frenchie, mm. like, what a different game! <laughs> yes,
1: wow, that's just again every we say it every season. That just feels like forever ago. <laughs> it really does. It always feels like a year has gone by, right? Since then, we have we're different women than we were before. <laughs>
0: we sure are. <laughs> well, it was a good competition. Mm-hmm. I kind of thought Hannah would do better. As far... Like, I thought she would have, like, gotten them all right. But, of course, our resident competition winners, Xavier and Kylan... Right. ...had to do a tiebreaker. And, of course, Kylan won. Which, if I had to do one of those number tiebreakers... Gosh, it's just... It's enough for me. I think those are so ridiculous. It is.
1: <laughs> and I hate it. Like, I don't know what the alternative would be. But, man, it just yeah. sucks. because. It's just I such a 5050 50 coin flip basically maybe they should just flip a coin I don't know maybe
0: maybe I probably have a better shot <laughs> than trying to do math in 10 seconds right
1: and I mean it's such uh, it's such just like a shot in the dark that's a throwback to um, the survivor premiere which you have not watched yet mm, so we'll mm, get to that later mm. but anyway yeah <laughs> I mean how are you supposed to be able to guess how long some of those things are? I know
0: know. if I went into the game and I were out of a competition I'd just be sitting there trying to keep up with how long
1: I thought it was (laughs) right
0: (laughs) I don't know that made me think we haven't had a tiebreaker all season I Mm. guess because we haven't had that many question games I feel like in the past sometimes I don't know what season it was I felt like we had a tiebreaker like every week
1: yeah and it was too much I was over it (laughs) because I don't like them yeah yeah yeah, I prefer them not being that way, which I get, especially, like, for a live episode. I mean, you have to, eventually you need to get yeah. going. It's just unfortunate.
0: I knew it sealed Chada's fate, and it did. They really did seem to go back and forth about it a little bit, but...
1: It was more, it was more so interesting to me just how upset Big D and Ozza were, that Kylan had to use the veto Mm -hmm. on Xavier.
0: I know. A lot of things at that moment in time were going through my head. Number one, I just think Kylan wanting to sit next to Xavier at the end was so dumb. And I just thought, like, Forget wanting to sit by the biggest competitor. I think when people say that, it's their ego talking Mm -hmm. because I think Xavier even made that point to AZA, like in one of the episodes, like, if you want to sit next to the best person, do you even know how to play the game? Like, that's just crazy. Exactly. I thought that, you know, it's kind of ridiculous that you don't want to take out this big competitor. But also, once again, Xavier's not getting the blood on his hands. Yeah. Because he's just letting Kylan make everybody mad.
1: Yeah, exactly. (laughs) I mean, it's great on Xavier's part, that's for sure. Because he really has... Kylan has been his meat shield for a while. Just kind of, yeah, you go ahead. You go ahead and take that <laughs> yeah, person sure. out. That's fine. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> Honestly, I think it would have
0: been not a good move if they had kept Hannah. I like Hannah, but game-wise, like, I mean, hello. She was the most likely to beat them in a competition. She was going to out-strategize. Mm-hmm. She had a chance of keeping Aza on her side. I don't know. It's... yeah. It made sense for them to get rid of her, Um, but it was definitely sad to see her go, especially I felt really bad, like, when she was trying not to throw Derek under the bus, but was also, like, basically saying, he's here for recognition and money, and I'm here because I love the game. Yeah. That would make me feel bad if I were in their position, like, wanting to vote you out because you're, for my game, the right person to, to vote out, but as, like, a fan... I feel bad oh yeah because you know, i totally
1: get that right yeah her motivations are definitely different <laughs> than his
0: yeah which is it's frustrating you always want the super fan to make it yeah far, but i mean final five is really good so oh yeah kudos to hannah i think she has a shot at being a returning player as well yeah i could see that that was the the double Also, i just thought she looked like she had been like, I thought more than anything, she was embarrassed because she didn't realize that Kylan was going to Yeah,
1: I, I think it was because she was just very blindsided by that, I think, too.
0: Anyway, finished off the double eviction and moved into the next week.
1: Yes, that we did. Um, so we start off the episode... Well, I guess we kind of finish it and start it off, but we enter the CSI Las Vegas crime lab, Big Brother crime lab. Can I just say, whatever CBS
0: wants to do, I'm. We know we love CBS. We're we here do. For CBS. We have we
1: have been one of the what whatever you call it, <laughs> the Nielsen yeah. reporters, basically.
0: Yes. But not- yes, the people watching the pilot. Yeah. At, yeah. Yes, we've done that. Like, we're here for for CBS. But I just thought it was comical that we're trying to act like CSI Vegas is a new show. And I don't necessarily think that CSI was acting this way. I feel like Big Brother was presenting it this way. Yeah. But, I mean, CSI, the original CSI, was in Las Vegas. And, like, <laughs> the girl, the main girl on the show was on the original. Right. So I feel like... The show is purposefully, like, tying it back to that. Otherwise, it wouldn't be the same actress. Yeah. But it was just funny to me that we're acting like the brand new CSI. I'm like, no, this is the original.
1: <laughs> <laughs> okay. Yeah. I have always been a big CSI person. And especially when I had cable TV at my parents' house. <laughs> we all, yeah. We all really enjoyed CSI, especially Las Vegas and New York. And Miami, we yeah. liked all three of those. I mean, I even had the board game, so true fan here. Oh wow! But That's how you know? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it's always funny when CBS like promotes something on Big Brother. <laughs> I guess because, yeah. like, the show's just so long that they're like, you know, we could we could talk about some other stuff on this show. I guess
0: so, because they don't do that on any of the others. Mm-hmm. I don't know if it's
1: because they have actual
0: TVs that they can watch stuff on. That's true. And it's like a reward. But it is
1: funny how, like, on
0: Survivor, you don't get a...
1: Yeah, I mean, like, they... I don't know how long it's been since they've had a reward where they're promoting a movie a or something. Yeah, I feel like yeah, it's been um, quite a while. Retro. Yeah, definitely.
0: Well, I thought it was funny that they had dropped the loss and it's just CSI Vegas (laughs) to change
1: it up. That's how you know it's new.
0: (laughs) Exactly. Exactly. Brand new.
1: Well, I will say that I really liked that challenge. Yes.
0: And I would like, that's one that I want to go do. Like that was really fun. And it kind of, it reminded me of an escape room Mm -hmm. and we love escape rooms Yes and um have done a lot together and that reminded me like of a something you would be doing in an escape room so yeah I enjoyed that one a lot
1: yeah I really enjoyed that one too it was just fun to watch and again it's one of those that is such a good test of someone's skill set like there's not many competitions out there that are like this is basically the only skill you need is to be very detail-oriented and have good memory, which I always appreciate.
0: I I think we would have done well.
1: I think so, too. Speaking of The Amazing Race, I know it's been a while since we've done a reason why we should be on The Amazing Race, but I mean... It's us, so it's it's an it's it's an answer every week. But we heard that Amazing Grace is coming back, as we have talked about on our last episode. But just so you know, Callan and I will be working on our audition video here in the next little while. What? So I'm sorry for this interruption of Big Brother stuff, but this is important. <laughs> and if you don't make it to the end of the episode, I'm making sure you get it now. It's like one of those ads in the middle of your. YouTube video that you're watching. So this is it. But it's for us. Yeah, it's a, it's an ad for us as individuals, <laughs> as a team for Amazing Grace. Um, if you have any ideas on what we should do for our audition, we would love to hear it. There are many strategies out there for people who are trying to audition for a reality show. So we definitely want to hear those strategies and Theories that you may have, you know, we have some stipulations. We don't, you know, we try to keep it PG, all that kind of stuff. Right. We follow the guidelines. Right. You know, essentially <laughs> this is a family show, so back to CSI Vegas, BB Crime Lab, very cool competition. Xavier ends up winning head of household, so there's that, which is good, I guess. And he surprisingly <laughs> nominates Aza. Well, that wasn't a surprise, but. He nominates Kyland, which was like, Uh wow, that's interesting. Which we've seen in before episodes about... Before episodes? We've seen in previous (laughs) episodes about... I'm sorry, this this drink is hitting me, I guess. Um, About some final twos that have been made, including Big D and Xavier. And then Kyland and Big D and Kyland and Xavier. You know, just one of those (laughs) never-ending... Triangles of <laughs> final twos. Right, usually how it goes. Right. So it was very interesting seeing that Xavier nominated Kylan. What were your thoughts on that?
0: I guess I didn't really either realize or remember from, I mean, what sixty days ago, <laughs> right? That um, Xavier and Big D had a final two before he and Kylan did. So. Seeing those flashbacks kind of surprised me. Because I guess in my mind it's been like Kylan and and Xavier. Even though I knew Kylan was more loyal to Xavier than the other way around. Right. Because I think Xavier actually understands that he needs to guarantee himself a win when he goes to Final Two. Yeah. You know, a usual strategy in these games. Yeah. What most people do. (laughs) Unless you're (laughs) mm Woo Or Cody. But they had better reasons than kylan does in my opinion yeah (laughs) yeah so i don't know i thought it was interesting and we we, you know we know the veto means the most at this point of the game because whoever wins the veto is the person who's going to cast the only vote that week but it was interesting to see him kind of choose big d over kylan in a sense Mm -hmm. and i mean it it makes sense to me yeah because who can you beat right <laughs> big d mm-hmm. kylan is really good at competition so and he'd have more of a battle i mean i think xavier would still win over kylan in a final yeah. two but he he would have a harder time
1: oh yeah i think so too who wants a harder time <laughs> yeah if you can <laughs> avoid it if all possible so i don't blame him yeah so we see that derek tells aza about some of his deals he's been making, which seems yeah. to hurt Oz's feelings. Which, I mean, understandable, especially if y'all are really close. And potentially hurts you because of some actions that she's made believing that she's his number one. And then she even says she's like, oh, so all the guys are working together, which leaves me out.
0: I like Oz as a person a lot. And I think... I don't know. I don't know the approach that she has ended up taking to the game. I don't really think has been, based on what I've seen on the feeds, I don't think that has been what she thought she was going to do. It's not like she came into the game hoping to just like float to the end Mm kind of deal. But that's what's ended up happening. And I mean, at the end of the day, if you can't win a competition, you can't win a competition. Like, I'm not going to judge. I don't know how I would get out there and do. And she finally did win something. But at the same time... She was upset about Big D having these deals because, you know, the two of them have been together literally since day one on the Jokers team. But it's also like, well, also you could have deals. Like, it just seems like she hasn't even tried to make deals. Mm-hmm. I don't, aside from whatever this was with Kylan about not putting him on the block, but apparently it was okay to backdoor him. <laughs> right. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah. I didn't see, you know, the conversations about that and- I haven't seen it everything, so you can correct me if I'm wrong. But it's just like, personally, I don't think Big D or AZA deserve to win the game. But at least Big D has been more involved in the game, I feel like, than she has. And she's like the fan. I don't know
1: what's yeah. going on. I, I So, I don't know. That's just my takeaway on her. Yeah. She seems... I, to me, she seems more relationship led rather than yeah strategically led strategy led yeah <laughs> um yeah. True. Which, I mean, that is important. But yeah, like you said, I mean, you really need to be well rounded in both areas. Can't neglect one for the other.
0: The fact that she had not been nominated until this last week proves that she was doing well social game wise. But I think it's unwise to rely on, I'm really good friends with this person. Mm-hmm. And not also solidify some sort of, like, game deal. Because the good players separate their friendships from the game. Yeah. And sometimes the two overlap. Sometimes you have a game deal with a friend. But it's like she was relying on this portion to cover her in the game. Mm -hmm. And I don't think that's really what you should be doing. You need to make sure... Hey, let me say this out loud. Like, are you going to keep me safe? Right.
1: You know? Yeah. Yeah. There's a, there's a balance with everything. That's for sure. Then we have a rather important conversation where Big D asked Kyland kind of a check in, you know, on their final two deal, <laughs> checking in, yeah. just making sure that like, we're good. <laughs> You're still good with going to the end with me. And Kylan does not give a satisfactory response, which to me, like the number one rule of any reality show game is you always say yes even if you mean <laughs> no even if you know you're lying you always agree you always say yes always agree <laughs> to an alliance you always say yes i will take you to the final two yes i will say uh, you know whatever whatever you got to do that's just how i feel i know some people are like no i, I can't lie to somebody like that well i'm sorry to tell you big d is gonna cut you if that's the case <laughs>
0: You need to embody Jim Carrey's Yes Man
1: mm, in this. There you go. Moment. Yeah, you need you need a little you need a little bit of Yes Man. you Need a little bit of Liar Liar, and just put them together. <laughs> <laughs> Perfect.
0: Jim Carrey is just the model,
1: right? For these the model shows. Big Brother character.
0: It is so true. Somebody comes to you and says, "You want to be in a six person alliance? Yes. Do you want to be in a final two? Yes. Will you keep me safe this week? Yes." Like. <laughs> If, if we got on one of these shows, we would be the yes women. Right. For sure. Exactly. People will say like, oh, you, I've got to keep my word, which, sure, usually that's the case. But saying no, or I'm good, or I think I'll vote you out, usually doesn't get you anywhere. So I might as well risk my yes man game mm-hmm. <laughs> for, yeah. Well, I'll tell you, I watched the scene of that fight. Or whatever you want to call it, argument, disagreement, whatever. And maybe I'm just dumb. Maybe I wasn't paying close enough attention. But I was like, I don't even know what what they are arguing (laughs) about. Like, it was just, I felt like I, number one, had not gotten the first half of the story. (laughs) Like, I felt like they had left something out. Mm -hmm. Like, I should have seen the first part of this fight. Second of all, Kylan just speaks in riddles. (laughs) It's it's true. (laughs) He is the Riddler. If DC (laughs) is casting, y'all need to come to Kylan, (laughs) okay? Because it just makes no sense. All I could tell was Kylan was not playing well in that moment. I just, I don't know why you couldn't just go along with it and why he kept saying like, well, I've got to think about getting to three before I think about two. Well, honey, how you get to two Yes. it's getting to three and vice versa. Mm-hmm. And this is not like week one where you can't be thinking about final two yet. yeah like
1: we're in final it's, four. like you need right. to be finding your. We're path. in the last quarter here. It's time to think about it. And that's such a different situation like people who are uncomfortable saying yes to everything, like they've already made a deal at the beginning of this game. So yeah. what's the harm in saying yes. I plan to keep it that way. Yeah. Like,
0: we're still good.
1: Yeah. Like, yeah, we're good. And then it would have been over. And who knows what would have happened. Yeah. Which I think probably the result would have still been the same. But it would have been way less dramatic, which I guess <laughs> we love the drama. so We did For our benefit, at least. But... <laughs> Yeah, I think it was one, o- again, another example of this is how Kylan wants to play. And mm-hmm. if you're not on board with that, you just don't know how to play Big Brother. <laughs> yeah. Well, we get to the, as they always say, the most important veto competition of the season and the last veto competition of the season. So whoop-de-doo for that. And we end up playing the pretty, you know, it's been a pretty routine um, competition. I feel like the one with the veto card where you have to balance the balls on kind of a seesaw, but you also have to know what day a certain event happened. Plus, got to sprinkle in some math in there just to make it an extra mental mental comp. <laughs> so that was entertaining. I, I like that one. It's pretty interesting to me, especially ones that they're not all physical. They're not all mental. It's kind of a little bit yeah. of both, which is cool. And mm-hmm. I was very surprised that Kylan did not do well. I figured, you know, maybe not win, but I did not see him going out like that. But, you know, it's kind of satisfying at the end of the day, in hindsight. <laughs> we finished that veto competition with Xavier winning the veto, the last veto of the, co- of the season, and deciding who is going to be going to the final three with him and who also is going to make this eviction vote the sole vote to evict as julie says and so pretty big decision you know there's some talk back and forth whether or not he's going to use the veto on someone mainly kylan and deciding if it's going to be Azza or if it's going to be kylan and then big d deciding if he's going to vote out Azza. Or if he's going to vote out Kylan. I don't know if you have any comments on this. I kind of just... I just... The whole time, I kind of just felt like Big D was going to get rid of Kylan. Firstly, because Xavier wanted him to do that. Also, I think he realizes Kylan's threat level, especially towards the end of the game with Big D trying to get to the final two chairs, as they say. And I just feel like he would probably rather keep Oz around. Yes, he's probably going to say because they're friends, but he thinks that he has a better shot with her and maybe thinks that she would take him as well to the final two over Xavier. So it really does make sense for him to get rid of Kylan here. On many different levels, in my opinion. I
0: agree. We know that Xavier started planting that seed early on Mm -hmm. in the week. And I don't know if you want to give Xavier the credit for the Kylan and Big D, like,
1: debacle. Mm -hmm.
0: (laughs) But I guess you kind of could because he started planting the seeds of doubt with Big D. Yeah. And then... We see what happens, but number one, Big D and Aza, I mean, since the beginning, it's you've known that they're a duo. It's going to be hard for them to go against each other. Right. Then you have the seeds of doubt with Kylan and then Xavier saying, you know, planting those. I mean, really, I, I feel like Big D was setting himself up like Xavier was, so... Xavier, if Kylan or Big D were there, he had a good shot of getting to final two. Mm -hmm. Because he's surrounding himself with people that want to take him. Well, same deal. Like, if you have Aza and then you have Xavier and you have a final two with Xavier and then you have just your, you know, original relationship with Aza, then you're in a good spot. Yeah. You're probably going to go no matter who... You know, wins. Mm -hmm. And if, you know, Ozza won the last HOH, then she's probably going to take Big D just because of their relationship. And she knows she can't beat Xavier. Mm -hmm. Xavier and he have that final too. And also, one thing that kind of made me think when I was watching the episode was I guess it was Xavier who said Ozza had just like, they didn't say floated, but. Had stayed good with everybody, had not been nominated, you know, that whole thing. So, in a way, if she gets in the final two, she might have a chance just because she hasn't really made anyone mad. Mm -hmm. Whereas, Big D hasn't won any competitions, but he's also like not tried to just get in good with everyone right and hasn't been everyone's best friend so you have a better shot of winning him with him too so that crossed my mind too of why big d might be a good option just because mm-hmm. aza has had such a good social game
1: but That's anyway true. yeah
0: i would have predicted if big d had the option he was going to take out Kyland.
1: yeah i mean i'm Uh, you know, maybe there was a a squabble there with Azza, and he thought about it for a moment. But yeah, I I wasn't too surprised at that decision. However, uh, Kylan did not take it well at all being evicted by Big D, the sole vote to evict. And it was really surprising because he mainly took it out on Xavier, who I get it, like he nominated him and he didn't use the veto on him. But Big D was the one who voted him out. And like we said, you know, a few minutes before, we're all about the gameplay. We're all about the strategy. But once you bring someone's personal life into the game, especially when it's a child that you've never met before, Uh. like, that just does not look good on anybody and never is appropriate In my opinion, to bring into any sort of game, but especially one that's nationally televised and that probably Xavier and his family is watching, and who knows, that nephew may be watching it also. I don't know how old the nephew is, but I mean, if he's young, eventually he'll know. (laughs) So basically, Kylan, if you haven't seen it, I had heard, so I didn't watch Thursday night's episode live. I knew, like, I had a 95% certainty that Kylan was going home, but I had seen people were like, oh my gosh, Kylan's, um, explosive exit. And I was like, oh, okay, well, I definitely need to watch this. And yeah, that was definitely not what I expected and never, never want to see anybody doing that to anyone. Like, especially when you are including someone, like a child, and you're saying that this child has no role model to look up to now and that Xavier's not worthy of being looked up to. That's just ridiculous, in my opinion, and completely, completely not appropriate and insensitive. Just a lot of, a lot of things.
0: It's truly upsetting in many ways. First of all, I think it's, it's disappointing just In Kylan in that, Mm -hmm. I mean, I (laughs) listen, when I pick people that I like at the beginning of the season, I always say things could change. Mm -hmm. Like my feelings can change. I reserve the right to change my mind because, I mean, seeing somebody in week one and two, you're going to know a different person in week 16. And you might still like them or you might not. And it's just really disappointing because I just, I wouldn't expect that behavior Mm -hmm. from him i always give people the benefit of the doubt at this point in the game because you've been locked in this house but it's like i don't think me being stuck in this house for three months would make me be (laughs) (laughs) like crazy and say stuff like that so that's just upsetting and i mean i'm sorry i'm sorry that xavier is better at this game than (laughs) you are like that's that's the end of the day like and again like yeah, sure. Xavier kind of wanted him to go home; otherwise, he would have used the veto <laughs> on Kylan or not put him up to begin with. But Big D also is responsible for yeah. that. So I, why are you? Why are you doing that?
1: <laughs> it's just again, it's one of those things where Kylan. I can't believe I'm saying this, but this is something that Big Diddy said, that Kylan is in his Kai land. And it really is, it really does feel like that, where whoever he deems as worthy is the only people who should move forward. And if you are not playing the game like he is, where he is being, I'm using air quotes here, has integrity and plays honest and whatever else, then you're not worthy of of winning the game. And yeah. that, I'm sorry, that's just not the way that the that this works. Like, there's not just yeah. one set of person who can win and it looks just like this. Because, of course, Kylan, of course, is worthy of winning because, you know, he fits those, those molds and those standards that he sets for himself. And he thought that Xavier Correct. was the same way, but he doesn't play the same way as him. And so he acted that way that he did. Personally, I haven't seen him make any sort of comments apologizing for those personal attacks, really, that he made towards Xavier and his family, which really bothers me. So, like I said, I don't really care. Come on, bus. I'm going to throw him right under it because I don't really care. Um, that's fine with me. He doesn't have to come on this podcast. We're good. Um, (laughs) but that's what was just disappointing is that whole deal. But I do think that's a root issue is that it's Kylan's way or the highway. And like Hannah has said before, where she was like, well, unfortunately, I just wasn't deemed worthy enough to be continuing in this game. Sorry, Kylan, you're not deemed worthy enough to to keep going. (laughs) Um... But Mm -mm. right before we started recording, I listened to one of his exit interviews. (sighs) This man has some issues. He needs to work out. Oh, gosh. So, anyway, I'll just say that. What did (laughs) he say? I don't even remember what all he said, to be honest. But just (laughs) very similar, very similar things of him saying, like, like, he thought that Xavier was worthy of winning because of how he's played and he wanted to go to the end with him. But what freaking gets me, he always talks about that about like these are the reasons why people should win Big Brother is because of what I think and because of how I play. But also this dude is obsessed with coming back for an All-Star season because he's obsessed with Cody and basically he wants cody's like big brother journey where he's known for taking the best player to the end of the game aka Derek Lavasser, and then he comes back for his all-star season and he wins the game and so on that exit interview he was talking about like you know he was playing for the cookout not really playing for himself so he wants to come back on an all-star season so that he can play for himself and play the way that he wants to play and all xyz and it's, but I've heard that from him so many times and I'm 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 sorry I'm sorry who enjoyed all stars last season <laughs> yeah cr- crickets out there not hearing anyone except for Cody and his family Ugh. anyway I digress I just don't think there's going to be an all star season anytime soon And, especially after the thing that he said earlier, I really hope they don't bring him back. What the comments that he made about the nephew. Ugh. Mm -hmm. Which, I mean, unfortunately, there have been worse comments made on Big Brother, but... Unfortunately, that's true.
0: Well, I... And (laughs) I'm right there with you. If you just listen to our podcast, you can hear the evolution of our thoughts on (laughs) Big Brother All-Stars last season. (laughs) Um, I... I like Cody. I was happy that Cody won. Like, I thought Mm -hmm. he was deserving last season. I liked him on his first season when he took Derek. Because, like I said, he actually had a reason to take Derek. It it wasn't like, I just want to go against the best. It was, no, we've been together since the beginning.
1: And that's, I I think that's part of It's like, I don't think Kylan and Xavier were ever, like, buddies. No, it was, they, yeah, exactly. Derek and
0: Cody were like. Two peas in a pod, mm-hmm. okay? It wasn't. Kyle and Xavier, I kind of feel like halfway through the game decided, number one, we're in the cookout together. Number two, within the cookout, we are the biggest threats mm-hmm. competition-wise. We should probably join together. Yeah. But we see that Xavier actually knows <laughs> how, to, how to play the game and not take... These competitors to the end. I don't know. It's just disappointing. At the same time, it's like, well, I've only known who this person is for (laughs) a couple months. (laughs) Yeah. So why am I so disappointed in my expectation of them? I don't know. It's just kind of... It's icky. Yeah, it is. I started having a weird vibe. Now I know why other people had a weird Mm -hmm. vibe from him. Yeah. I think they just knew it wasn't quite right. Mm -hmm. And... I don't know. I just... Going back to the Cody thing, to the odds of that happening... Yes. Like of you playing that game and then coming back and actually winning, very, very low. Yeah. So I just... That's not the games that I would aspire to emulate. Right.
1: (laughs) And I'm sorry. When you look at this cast, I don't think that Kylan is at the top of the list for returnees. I mean, to me, it would be Derek X and Tiffany would be... Yeah. The two, I would think, are very likely to come back in some way, shape, or form. For sure. It was
0: a good cast. I think there's a few people that could end up coming back. Yeah. But I think, especially leaving that way, Mm -mm. probably not you.
1: Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. I I mean personally I hope that they don't reward something like that. Just that behavior is not just not what we want to promote. Personally, I wouldn't think. But especially if you say that you want to come back, like isn't that part of the problem? Yeah. (laughs) See, I just
0: think that's awkward. Yeah. Say that. Usually the people that get to come back, like kind of they don't blatantly say bring me back. It's like okay, you gotta play it cool. Yeah. (laughs) I mean you get brought back. Yeah.
1: This is is not like a America's voting you back onto the show situation where you, like, have to promote yourself, right. you know? Like, right. Julie's not going right. to pencil you in for season 43 or whatever.
0: <laughs> right. Well, uh, like you said, a lot of other people would have a shot at coming back before him. So, sorry to him. I will say that, really, once we got rid of Tiffany, I'm team Xavier yeah. because I liked Hannah, like I said, but I needed to see a bit more from her. And and I said to myself, if she can make it to the end with the odds stacked against mm-hmm. her, okay, we're like shooting way up in the Definitely. rankings. Like, yes. I like her as a person, but I needed to see more. So especially once she went, I'm like, yeah. well, yeah. Xavier better pull us out. <laughs> so when he won, right. I was I was happy because yeah. Kylan, now we know <laughs> why we're not necessarily pulling for him and then Big D and Aza I just don't think deserve to win so at this point I really am hopeful that Xavier would pull it out and I, I really do think that just from an overall game standpoint like even beyond the cookout getting him to a certain point if you want to say that he he would be a, a good representative I think of this season because he's someone i have liked from the beginning he's had his moments everyone has i feel like yes for sure that's like okay (laughs) um but i think it would actually be like yeah he deserved to win if he won yeah so at this point i'm hopeful yeah that that's the case
1: i'm in the same boat as you and i get the impression that a lot of people are in that way Also, yeah. My one complaint is that Xavier needs to learn what a mint julep is. Oh my gosh. And you're (laughs) on act like you're
0: a bartender? (laughs) That's hilarious. (sighs) I love how confident was it Hannah who was like he didn't no, I'm sorry, it was someone at Jury. It was like Sarah Beth or um Alyssa or somebody who is like he didn't know what a mint julep was. He's not a
1: bartender. (laughs) Yes.
0: Pick a (laughs) Pick a fake, um, a fake job that no one can like question you on. Right.
1: (laughs) Or like pick something that you've done in the past that you know about, you know. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Too funny. Oh my gosh, that
0: was funny. Well, I, I did want to say, maybe, like, and I, sometimes I wish I had better instincts, I guess, but the fact that Sarah Beth ended up the way she is, and S- Kylan ended up, maybe there's a reason that they're so close. Mm, that's true. Birds of a feather flock together. That's right. And I'm sorry that I didn't pick up on it earlier <laughs> in the season, but... I I will say that is why you cannot take edited anything at face value. Mm, How true. You are only going to see the good moments. Yeah. It's true. How true. But even she's mad at at Kyla, so
1: maybe that's not really going to even pan out. Yeah, that's true. She was not happy. Oh, I did want to say, side note, I mean, we had the BB Crime Lab. Xavier and Ozzy kind of had a date there. (laughs) I know. I was like, why is no one calling this it, their first yes, date? Yes, <laughs> I was very surprised that there wasn't, like, a snide remark. <laughs> I know. I mean, who doesn't
0: love a crime scene first date? That's what I'm talking about. <laughs> first date
1: material right there.
0: Yeah. And, a, for, and a, a an episode, not a movie. So, like, if if it's not going well, you yeah, can get out in
1: 40 minutes. That's true. <laughs> not That's, you know, that's not a bad commitment at all.
0: Low commitment. Well, like they had some great to go food and candy so maybe it'll happen after
1: this we shall see stranger things have happened and
0: I would honestly really respect a couple that got together after the show I had I really respected Xavier for keeping his eye on the ball yeah because a lot of people cannot stay focused that whole time and I really respect that I don't know if he even has feelings for aza or not but either way i appreciate him sticking to the
1: game from my view i feel like he really liked Alyssa, mm. but well. as he says his boy christian yeah but i i mean i i don't think he would have done anything like we you know he has his eyes on the yeah. prize, and we learned right. recently that he has really solid motivation for that so right
0: definitely i'll say that when the kings were together, which is just funny to think about at this point, yeah. when the kings were together, Xavier almost felt like the father of the group. And he's not that much older, but it just yeah. seemed like... <laughs> So it's even weird for me to think about Alyssa, but you know, now that you say that, I think like the first episode, when you know, when all these people arrive, they try to get people to be like, "Oh, who do you right? <laughs> who do you think is hot? Yeah, who are you attracted mm-hmm. to?" <laughs> right. I actually do think he said Alyssa. So. Dun dun dun. Who will she pick? Only time will tell. Maybe she needs to be the next Bachelorette. Maybe so. Well, if Xavier wins seven hundred fifty thousand dollars, I can tell you he has a
1: leg up. There you go. <laughs> he can switch networks. <laughs> well, we are almost like we said um, in the final stretch of this season. The head of household, the final head of household competition is being played. So we are getting towards the end my friends the finale is Woo! shortly here and we're excited mm-hmm. to cover that for you guys be able to have our last episode of bb23 and wow. end of an era it, it really is every time every time <laughs> every
0: big brother is an era <laughs> it is. that's how long it, it just is. feels like a
1: marathon <laughs> to really keep up with us be sure to subscribe to us on anywhere you listen to your podcast and if you would take a moment to rate and review this episode, that would be awesome because that really helps us get our name out there and promote some stuff that we're doing. So we're really like, you know, like four and above would be really cool. But you know,
0: you do you. <laughs> you can be the person that gave us one. We have that one time. <laughs> That's true. But my or thought two. is, I mean, sorry, if you're two. this far in, I mean, yeah. you can't
1: hate it, right? Is that how that works? Right. I, don't know. I I agree. <laughs> Um, but anyway, yeah, so please rate, review, and subscribe, and also we would love to connect with you over social media. We have an Instagram handle, our profile, um, I'm really good with all the terms. Um, we have a (laughs) Twitter account as well, and we have an email, and we have a Discord, so we just try to hit everything, you know, next time maybe we'll be on Pinterest or something crazy, but... (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> be sh- hitting photos of kylan <laughs> oh boy <laughs> yes um so yeah be sure to connect with us through that that's a fun way to get to meet some fellow fans i mean i guess of pop culture on the rocks so or just fans of reality tv because we love connecting with people like that i think that's it i'm getting a little tired so we're get- we're getting there
0: yeah well, um, I finished my beverage, so I'm feeling good. Um, and a little nightcap. <laughs> I, yes, we love a nightcap, um, especially before a work week ahead. Yes. Thank you all for listening. We really appreciate you. Yes, we do. And until next time,
1: I'm Callan. I'm Anna. As Julie says, great reminder, love one another.